do 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 Hello and welcome to the Almost Enlightened Podcast. There will be no intro music this morning. There won't be any editing either this morning. It's just me. My editor's on vacation, and I could probably figure out how to include the music here. I could go on YouTube. I could take a look at how to insert music and fade it out and how to edit this podcast properly. And that would take me a few hours, and you would get a result that matches all the other results that you've heard thus far on the Almost Enlightened podcast. But I've opted not to do that. Actually, I've opted to do something entirely different. I have prepared a podcast episode for this week. It's about three quarters of the way done. I've done a lot of research on it. I've had some fun creating it. But it just doesn't sing at this moment. It's not what I want to put out there. And so I got this idea just a few moments ago that I would record something from the heart. I'd open the mic turn it on, adjust my settings, get my volumes just right, and speak with you. Speak with you from the heart. And that's what I'm going to do today. I don't know what the topic's going to be. I don't know what the title of this episode is yet, but maybe we'll figure that out by the time we get to the end of the episode. Where shall we start? What shall we talk about today? That was my phone that just went off. (laughs) And I think that's kind of funny. I don't know if you'll hear that in the background of this recording, but that's life, isn't it? When I sit down to do a podcast, there's a whole routine that I go through. I turn my phone off, which I'm just about to do right now, (laughs) having noticed that it wasn't off. I turn off all the alerts. I put my script up on the screen. And I start reading. But I do it from the heart. I read it. I feel it, I say it to you, and I conjure up all the feelings that went into the creation of what I actually write, what I researched, what I'm thinking about, the theories that I'm developing, and I just say it. And it feels good when I do it, but it's different than what I'm doing right now. Because what I'm doing right now has no script, I have no idea where we're going to go, and that's the unknown. I've spoken about the unknown a couple of times in my podcast episodes, and I've told you that this is where magic happens. This is where creation happens. Creation comes out of nothing. And so we'll create today. We'll create out of nothing. And what you're about to hear is that is just that is creation out of nothing i guess one of the things that interests me right now and the reason that i'm sitting here today is because i feel a little lost i wonder who i am sometimes oftentimes when i sit down to write a podcast episode a million things go through my mind What do I want to write about? What message do I want to get across? What's the thesis? Who am I speaking with? 
how am I going to articulate the message in a way that resonates? And then I look within and I start to feel it. It's more of a feel than it is an academic process. But all of those thoughts do go into the creation of it. And it's rather interesting. It's rather interesting that that's a manufactured product. Sure, you could argue that it comes from nothing, but so much thought goes into it as the momentum begins, as you push that proverbial rock off the top of the cliff and it gains momentum. It starts to go in interesting directions. And as you gain steam down a certain path, you follow that path. I don't always know why I go down these paths. I give them a great deal of thought, but they, they just appear. They just happen, don't they? I suppose similar to the way that I'm going down a path today and speaking with you and just having a conversation. But let's get back to what I just said a couple of seconds ago, that sometimes I feel lost. I do feel a little lost at this exact moment. I wonder who I am. I wonder if I'm the guy that writes a podcast every week, that researches it, that tells you a story. I wonder if I'm giving you the honest truth. I wonder if you're really getting a sense of who I am. Sure, I guess you are. You're feeling the energy, and that is authentic. There's no question about it. But I'm creating a story for you. Ordinarily, I create an arc, and you can follow that arc. But is it me? Last night, as I was writing this most recent podcast, the one that I have yet to launch, I loved certain moments of it. It was exhilarating to learn and to figure out how I was going to say what I was going to say. And then sometimes I think to myself, is that me? Am I just regurgitating ideas that are already out there? Am I just finding obscure pieces of information that most people don't know? and trying to wow and impress with shock and awe. Yeah, I might be doing that sometimes if I'm honest with myself. I think that's ego. And on this journey of mine, <laughs> I've been trying to get rid of the ego. Every day I try to get rid of the ego. It's hard, man. It's hard work. It's the hardest work I've ever done. It is the hardest work I've ever done. But I do know that it's so important. There's something inside of me that just tells me to keep on going. To keep pushing. There's more. There's more to learn. There's more to share. 
I am more. I'm more than knowledge that's being shared. I am me. And I don't know what that is. I don't know who that is. Although academically, I've certainly investigated that over the years, or not so much over the years, but since I started this podcast. You know, that one episode, Energy, was really interesting. It was a, it was a fabulous look at energy. And I think what I was discovering, although I didn't come out and say it, or maybe I did, is that I am indeed energy. We are all indeed energy. That's all we are. And everything else is a facade. Everything else is, is really phony. I still can't quite figure out what the purpose of the energy is. But I guess when I think about it just off of the top of my head or from my heart, I would think that energy necessarily has to move. It just has to move. But for what purpose? I don't know. I'd love to know that. Wouldn't we all love to know that? So am I energy? Yeah, I think I am. I think we established that already. I think I've mentioned that a few times. So why do I obsess about everything else? Why do I obsess about the human being, about this physical entity, about making money, about having a job, about supporting a family, all of these things? Why do we obsess about them? Why do I obsess about them? I know it's the biggest block in my life. I am aware of that. I'm aware that everything that isn't the energy is just a veil obscuring the truth. And I hate to say it again and be repetitive, but the truth is I am energy. So what does that mean? Where does that put me today? Why am I doing this podcast? What's coming out? Well, I'll let the energy go where it wants to go. I'll let the conversation direct itself for once. No premeditation. No facade. No shock and awe. No attempt to impress. Just words coming out just energy flowing through my heart. I don't know where else it goes, through the head, through the body, through all the cells. I, I, I don't even know. Does it matter? No, it doesn't, because that's not important. This body isn't important. The only thing that is, is what's beyond, I think. And that's what's got me confused. That's what confuses me, is who am I? You know, I listen to a lot of people, and one of the things I hear quite often is, just be yourself. And in principle, I understand that concept, 
But it's such a huge question. And the question is, who is yourself? I don't even want to use my name and say Alex is Alex because he isn't. He isn't even a thing. Just be yourself. That space was beautiful, wasn't it? I found it beautiful. That nothingness was beautiful. As it was happening, I worried for a moment about what you might think about that space. And then I stopped worrying about it. Why? That's the facade. Worrying about it is the facade. There is no need to worry. Just do what you do. Allow everything to unfold. Just allow it to unfold. Life unfolds the way it's meant to unfold. Trust, trust yourself. And break free of the patterns. Break free of what you've always done. Because I'm quite certain that what I've always done is, predica is predicated upon who I believe myself to be. And I'm beginning to think that I am not who I have always believed myself to be. I am not limited to this physical person. Why would I be? Why should I be? It is so limiting. The need to have to obey the laws of gravity, the need to have to obey the laws of society, the need to have to obey unwritten laws, tendencies, social constructs, dogmas. There's got to be a place for those things, but I just don't think they're important. I think it's simple. I think the answer is simple. I think it has to do with love. I think that when we love and when we operate out of love, no rules are necessary, no social constraints are necessary. You're pure. Is it possible that we imprison ourselves by believing that our laws give us freedom? Is it possible? I think it is. We have such great intentions, or at least we say we do. 
but the abuse, the abuse of power is so prevalent around us. We see it every single day. And maybe that's why I am where I am today. Maybe that's why I'm having this conversation today, because maybe that abuse has penetrated this thick skin that I've created over all of these years. And it's touched the light of who I truly am. And that light says, fuck you. I don't want it anymore. I don't need to feel it anymore. Who I am, I believe, is pure. In spite of who I am, what I've done, my entire history of being a human, of making mistakes, of learning and fumbling and winning, none of that's important. What's important is who I truly am. But this abuse, this negativity, this negative energy, I don't know, maybe it seems to have cracked, cracked open the shell of who I am. And it's hit the light. And you can't extinguish this light. The negativity has nothing on it. And I feel compelled to talk about that. I feel compelled to tell you that right now, I want to radiate. I don't want to be the human being. I want to be who I am, the energy, the love, the beauty, the only thing that matters. How do I reconcile my family then? Maybe you're asking that because I would be asking that. I am asking that right now. How do I reconcile the tremendous love I have for my wife and my kids? for my family and my friends. How do you reconcile that? Maybe you do that by understanding and knowing that everyone and everything is just like me. Everyone and everything has a shell. And that shell is false. It's not real. Get rid of the shell, discard it, obliterate it, do whatever you want with it. But what would I see? What do I see when I look past that shell? When I look at my wife and my kids and my friends and my colleagues, when I look at all humanity for that matter, what do I see when I look past the shell? 
is see nothing but light. <laughs> That's how you reconcile. That's how you reconcile. That's it. Because I'm terrified of losing my family. I'm terrified of losing friends. But what am I terrified of? Am I terrified of losing the shells? Probably. Because that's my reference point. That's how I interact with most people. That's how we interact with people. We interact with their shells. Every day, we just talk to the physical entity. We talk to the construct. We talk to this thing that's been built up, layers added to it. And we've stopped talking and communicating to the true self. And I know that those that are closest to me, for example, my family, I know that I see through that. I mean, gosh, I must see through it. I have teenagers. I have a six-year-old. And I'm sure that many of you listening have teenagers or have had teenagers or know about teenagers or you were one once upon a time. And you realize that they go through a whole bunch of things, but that's not them. But I attach myself to that all the time. It causes me worry, causes me concern. I think incessantly about that shell of them, who they are, what they're doing. I'm terrified of them hurting themselves and making a decision that causes that shell to cease to exist. Man, am I ever afraid of that. That would be the fear of death, of course. But the cool thing about a family, them being so close to you, and them being blood, is that there is a connection that I know everybody who's listening to this feels. You feel it with people that are close to you. You don't need the shell. In spite of anything your kids do, your loved ones do, you still love them. But we so seldom afford that respect to other people outside of our nucleus. They do something that we deem horrific and we cast them aside. We're not interested. You're a bad person. But I would never say that about any of my kids. I would never say that about my wife. They're part of my nucleus.
none of my family are bad people in spite of bad decisions that may be made at times and errors that are made. I love them. I love them unconditionally. I see through it. I feel through it. I have to keep on going. I have to extend that. I don't want to interact with anyone's shell anymore. I'd like to see and feel people the way that I feel my family. There's so much divide in the world today. Man, every time I turn on my phone, I take a look at what's happening with this COVID situation. The vaccines, to vaccinate, to not vaccinate. Oh, it's tiring. It's so unbelievably tiring. What a sap of energy. What a drain of energy to be immersed in this nonsense when all we are is love. And I just interact incessantly with the news stories that are shells that are created by people, human beings that are shells themselves creating more shells. Why? Why do I waste my time? I think this is what confuses me. This is why I can't see clearly today. I take that back. I think I'm seeing clearly right now. But this is why, and this is what has brought me to having this conversation right now, is the confusion. Oh, it's confusing. It's unbelievably confusing. So much chatter, so many shells, so many that it's almost impossible to penetrate. Is that what's happening? Is that what happens in life? Can we not see through these shells? Can we not get through them and just interact with energy? I mean, my favorite moments in life are when I interact with myself, when I interact with my loved ones. I'd love nothing more than to leave on a vacation today and be on a beach with my family. And why is that? It's not because of some pina colada. It's not a status thing. It's just love. I want to share energy. I want to share an experience with my family. Are you happiest when you're on vacation? Are you happiest when you're sitting on the couch by yourself with no distractions? I don't know what your answer is. I can only speak from my experience. 
But that's when I'm happiest. I'm also happy when I'm skiing, something I haven't done in a decade. But I remember it. I remember the freedom. I remember just being. I remember carving, turning, freedom, movement, velocity, speed, wind, trees. I'm just being. I'm interacting with everything around me in those moments. I'm interacting with gravity. I'm interacting with friction. I'm interacting with ice and snow and wind and everything. I love it. That's when I'm happiest. And it seems that when I'm unhappiest is when I start to drill into shells, when I start to drill into circumstance. Do I have enough money to pay for the mortgage this month? Do I have enough customers? Are my kids on the right path? Is there enough love in my relationship? Where should we send our youngest to school? Circumstance, 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 circumstance. This is when I'm fearful. This is when I'm at my worst. And then I turn on the phone and you're bombarded with all kinds of information. All of it a distraction. I'm happiest when I'm me. I'm happiest when I'm interacting with energy, be it my own or be it the energy of others. And there's got to only be one energy. Think about the oceans for a couple of seconds, the Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic, the Arctic, Indian, Antarctic. They all connect. It's all one water. The air is the same thing. It's all one air. It's all one space that our planet travels through. Why do I think there's different energies? So when I penetrate through the shell and when I interact with somebody and I see their energy and I feel their energy, that's one energy. It's got to be one energy. It has to be. I mean, be foolish to think otherwise. I'm at my happiest when I'm connecting with you and your energy. Is that a coincidence that I'm at my happiest when I'm interacting with my own energy? It's not because it's the same thing. Whether I breathe air in Australia or breathe air in Canada, it's just air. It's the same air. It's air. So this idea of individuality, 
is probably nonsense. It's just a facade. It's just confusing. It is just confusion. Complete clarity comes when you are interacting with complete energy. That is clarity. That's clarity. <laughs> and I see it. Oh, I see it. I know what I feel. It is the most beautiful thing in the world. I get a glimpse of it. I get a glimpse of it. Oh, I've had glimpses of it. I know it. I know it. I know it to be true. life and the rest of it is unimportant the rest of it is unimportant so again I get to this question of how do I reconcile how do I reconcile the physical world how do I reconcile what love and energy and clarity truly are That's the journey I'm on. That's what Almost Enlightened is all about. I've been trying to figure it out, but I shouldn't figure it out. I should be it out. Because I already know it. It's already in me. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on going. I will keep on going. I will keep on going. I will keep on going. <sighs> I have faith. I have faith. I think one of the things that's come out of today's conversation is a realization that I will see through the shells of as many things as I can, of as many people as I can, 
objects I see and attempt to only see the energy, interact with the energy. I suppose in so doing, I will see the beauty of the physical form as well and the magnificence of what it is because I don't want to diminish that. I don't mean to diminish that. The human body, every object on the planet, every object we can imagine is beautiful in its own right. It's just an expression of energy. And there is so much beauty in that. It's awe-inspiring. It's why I create my podcasts, because I get to explore that beauty. But sometimes I get caught up a little bit too much in it, and I lose sight of what it truly is, simply a manifestation of energy, which means that it is beautiful in its own right. It is perfect. So does that mean that our imperfections are perfect? Does that mean that the division is perfect? That it's exactly what's supposed to be happening right now? I don't know. I suppose it is. I suppose it is. And I guess that makes it great. I guess that makes division necessary. Division is what's going to allow us to see the light. to truly see energy. It is through division. It is through chaos. It is through the perfection of imperfection that we will see beauty and reality. Doo-doo. I appreciate you. I truly... <laughs> Truly, truly, appreciate you. <laughs>